You're listening to The Big Show with George Russick. Yeah. Keep the show moving. That's what we do here on this esteemed radio program with esteemed journalists like myself, you, and, and Patrick. Oh, God. Journalists. And Matty Rose. Just off the score of the coast, of the shore of Nova Coast. On Sportsnet 960, The Fan. Hour two, Big Show, Russick and Rose. Sportsnet 960, The Fan, live from Doug Lacey's Basement Systems downtown studio at 8 o'clock. Charles Davis, NFL on CBS wrap-up week nine, which is almost done, finishes tonight between the Jets and the Chargers. I will talk to Charles and our man Adnan Verk at 8.30. Um, new Scorsese film coming out. We'll talk about the baseball offseason. Blue Jays checking in on Shohei Otani. They're we, checking in on him. Checking in on him. Do we have to? That story just gets leaked, so the fan base gets like, they just they just tease them. Go, oh no, we we checked in on Shohei. Yeah, we want to pay him four hundred million dollars. No problem. Do you think that's one of the instances where the insiders like get the text from someone in the team? They're like, hey, just so you know, and the yeah. insiders like, oh God. yeah, sure, uh, okay, okay, yeah, you're checking uh, in. So is everybody great. else in yeah. baseball? Yeah, sounds good. And we'll ask Adnan. Let me tweet that. Uh, well, real question that could actually happen: Should the Jays sign Joey Votto? That one feels more reasonable. See? See? Oh, and they also want uh, Cody Bellinger, which they absolutely should sign. Well, both those guys can hit. Left-handed bats. And they can hit. Well, yeah, I don't know well, how much well, Joey Bottle's got left. Mm, but, but that's why we'll ask Adnan Verk that question. Yeah, and, you know, they've they've had a couple of old dogs come up and rejuvenate the career lately. It's been lovely to see. Uh, but right now, uh, it's going to be a regular thang on this show. After a Flames game day, well, they played Saturday, but it's our first show since. Um, former first-round pick of the Calgary Flames. Uh, Calgary sporting legend, uh, Brent Cron in studio brought to you by All Kind Door Services, your one-stop shop when it comes to fixing doors at your building. Anything that swings, slides, or rolls, call All Kind Door Services for all your door repair needs. Brent Cron in studio. Yes, I'm going to give you some applause. Good morning. Good morning, I'm, uh, I'm, uh, So this is your first official, like officially official hit. You, you are like our Flames Big Show analyst. You actually have a title. Now, too. I'm excited that you're here for the remainder of the season. Me, too. I'm blown away, actually. I was supposed to drop my truck off early this morning to get it repaired. Yeah. And I blew that off to get here on time. That's wow. Right. That's all I'm saying right now. I got to gotta push it a little because bit. Because this now. is like your new gig. It's my gig now. Like it's my you jam. Have like a legit gig. I now. know. I'm excited to have you. Yeah. Why are you scrunching your face? Yeah. It, feels you... like, it feels like he slept in. Yeah. And that's why he didn't get a time to drop the truck off. Well,. I didn't. I'm you know. I'm glad you brought this up because it was a cover story for sure. Yeah, I actually got I to the it. office. I, 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 I knew I, it. I, I, I got to the office early to finish all my reports before they were due at 8 a.m. Oh, okay. Yeah. All right. Just just like that. You know, that's just how cramming. I roll. Right. Yeah. I set yeah. the bar low. Yeah. And I just do everything in the weeds, in the Good. darkness, okay. where nobody can pat me on the back. Good. I just get my job done. Uh, but you're but you're the, you're the chronolist now. We yeah. Have, we haven't really figured out what we're going to call you. I know. Yet. When you say chronolist, I think of like the old. Uh, Nautilus, you know, the old dinosaur, ocean dinosaur with a shell that swims in the ocean. Well, look, look at your, what, have That's you been fun. to Drumheller this weekend? <laughs> yeah. Like, what are you doing? Yeah. Like, know. You know, my son loves dinosaurs. Yeah. And and now it's just by osmosis. I know absolutely every fact about dinosaurs oh, wow, possible. Wow. So, you ever watch Prehistoric Planet on Apple? Oh, yeah. Oh, We're going through God. that right now. How good is it? No, we, there's a new one on Netflix, too. I haven't watched it yet. Yeah. Have you got around to it? We're, we're, we're on it right hey, now. Do they get, is, does, it, does it compare? 
Uh, I haven't watched enough of it to compare yet. But Morgan Freeman's voice kind of makes everything great. You know, when you listen to him narrate stuff. Andy Dufresne. Yeah. It's so good. Or when he's... uh, Andy Dufresne. Or when he's he's in Batman and he's solving all the problems. Yeah. Mr. Fox. Mm. Have they uh, got to the part in the dinosaur thing where the uh, meteor hits Mexico and takes all the dinosaurs out? I haven't got that for you. That's that's probably the start of it, isn't it? Or is that the middle of it? Well, that's what took out the dinosaurs. That feels like a spoiler. That's probably how it ends. For all of you listening, that don't <laughs> yeah. happen to the dinosaurs. So apparently, yeah. that meteor that hit the Yucatan Peninsula in Mexico was so loud, you could hear it across the world. Mm. <laughs> Neat. Isn't that crazy? What a fun fact. That's insane. Not really. Mm. Like, if there's <laughs> a meteor that hits Mexico and we can hear it here, I'm going to say that's not good for the planet. Probably not. Well, you probably wouldn't be around to hear it anyway. You'd yeah, probably just explode they, as soon that, as that, it hits you, right? At that point, shock wave? At, at, yeah. At that yeah. point, we're all tapped out. Yeah. So okay. All right. That'd be um, kind of neat. You'd be okay. like, wow, that was a one last... I'm happy to be here. One okay, last but enough, about, oh, yeah, enough about Armageddon. Yeah. And maybe we can get on a, like Bruce Willis and send him up there on, on the thing on a spaceship with... Drilling like on a ben comet. Affleck. Whatever. Okay. Um, Damn near worn down to the nub. Yeah. <laughs> and they do frame. <laughs> Some bird's feathers are just too bright to have them caged. All they found of him was a muddy set of prison clothes, a bar of soap, <laughs> and an old rock hammer. Damn near worn down to the nub. Andy Dufresne. That's my favorite movie of it's all time. It's so good. It is. It's my it's number so one good. favorite movie of all time. Uh, I, I, Every time it's on, I watch it. It's you have not, to. It, you have no choice. Yeah. Um, yeah. Um, Flames win 6-3 of the weekend, Andy, but I want to do something Andy first. Uh, Andy Dufresne. <laughs> I want to do something first. You were handed a piece of paper. Oh, yeah. Let's mm. do this. Uh, there's a promo that they want you to read. Mm, Can yeah. you read it for our listeners right now? And I haven't wow. read it yet, so this is yeah. just my first... You know what they call it in the business? What? Rip and read. Ah, uh, I was going to say one run read, through. One read wonder. Ah, uh, yeah. yeah, so here we go. One Un- take wonder. Unfiltered. Mm. Okay. Hey, it's Brent Cron. You can now hear me with George and Matt every morning after Flames game. That's spelled wrong. I'll break down the game and give my unfiltered thoughts on this team. There's no holding back. Tune into the big show to listen. Honestly, one spelling mistake, that's pretty good for our group. Yeah. It's, a, it's a grammatical error. It's not a spelling yeah, mistake. Yeah, okay. But nevertheless, one overarching error, that's pretty good for <laughs> our group. Bad. I think we're pretty happy with it's that. Not bad. I, yeah. think, uh, I think you have to work on that during the break. I that do. Was, but you know, this, okay. this starts weird, you know, because I'm reading it and then I can read ahead while I'm talking and then the last part's it, it's a breeze. Yeah. Really, you want right? me to try it? Do it. Hey, it's Brent Cron. <laughs> you can now hear me with George and Matt every morning after Flames game. You're right. That is grammatically wrong. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Hmm. After yeah. Flames game. Yeah. Hmm. After a Flames game. Yeah. After the Flames games. Yeah. I don't know. We'll have to work after that. Flames games. Yeah. Yeah. Whiteboard that GVP. We got to figure it this out. Like it's broadcast. We're, we're, it's supposed to be very conversational. I'll break down the game and give my unfiltered thoughts on this unfiltered. team. There's yeah. no holding back. Yeah. Tune into the big show <laughs> yeah. to listen. Yeah. Uh, there's only one way I like my heaters unfiltered. <laughs> okay. So. <laughs> Um, Flames win uh, right to the six dome. three. One yeah. of your thoughts. I said Friday uh, afternoon. Friday afternoon. We're not in the afternoon. Friday morning. What was I saying? Afternoon. When was the last time you saw an afternoon? I don't know. Here, no. I'll never do an afternoon show here. I did on Sunday at the uh, thing. We did two to four oh, yeah. from the outdoor game. Yeah. Uh, Friday morning. I said for some reason I had Dan Vladar vibes hitting in yeah. the game and I had no authority. Thought he played really good on Saturday night. You should be a coach. You know, yeah, just well, just playing hunches. Hey, you said it, not me. I right? don't need you to like do this. like uh, Pete Rose, <laughs> right? Yeah. Charlie uh, Hustle? Do I have to get a crazy bowl cut and then bet on the games? He was great. Yeah. He was great. You know, um, he made some key saves to that keep key, it close. That one in the first period where I went 
oh my goodness. I know. Did that hit him or he made that save? Like when I'm watching in that spectacular save where he goes across the crease, what's the difference between it looks like it hit him and then he made the save? Just, just, just confidence. Like you can see the reaction, right? <laughs> yeah. I know you try to keep all those emotions bottled up. It's like sometimes it goes, "Oh, that hit me," and you just get back up. Sure. I think he was just in the zone. Yeah. Honestly, I, I honestly he sharp. He looked really sharp. He was tracking the puck well. Um, he wasn't overdoing anything, you know. And, and even on that first goal, like I think it was Uyghur that was standing in front of him on the power play. I mean, he he's caught in no man's land there. Uyghur, if he goes out to rush him, there's so yeah. many other plays that can happen. He's just kind of stuck a there. Snipe too. Oh, for sure yeah. it cool. is. And then you got to pick which side you want to want to as a goaltender want to look around, and you never really look around to your blocker side because it's cumbersome when you got that stick there. So it's you're always looking to your glove because you got more range motion. As soon as he went, oh, it went blocker side. Now, that's an interesting thing, because shouldn't the, like, because of the cumbersome stick, shouldn't you want to be on your right side so that if you have to move left, you can do it quicker, but then the natural tendency would be to lean left to look, look around? Moving left to right has nothing to do with like where your upper body is. It's all where your legs are planted, right? Mm. And where, where the load is on either side, right? But with the stick in your hand, it always kind of pops your elbow up, and if you've got to look over, your neck can't. Right. Whereas with your glove hand side, you can kind of look like <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm picturing an owl in my yeah, head, yeah. just <laughs> kind of going off to the side and like spinning his, his head around. You can't go owly on the blocker side. Mm-hmm. You can go owly on the glove side. So as, as soon as he went to, for a little bit of a peek, you yeah. could just see that that blocker side opened right up and it was a perfect shot too. Right. So um, and then the flames bounce back like like that. You look so surprised right now. I was blown away. And 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 it was a goal. That required hard work and, and, and grit. Like they drove the net. It was a bad rebound by Grubauer. Like it was a far side shot. It popped out. It happens. Yep. And then they go in and they bang it in. Like, wow. And Kadri starts it with a big hit down in his own end. I, I was impressed at how chippy he was. Yeah. I thought he had a really good wait, game. Wait, Nazem Kadri's supposed to be chippy. I know. And sometimes, you know, play on the edge. And, and, what? and I, you know, and, and I played with a lot of energy guys too. And that's hard to do for 82 games because. It takes a lot out of you. Yeah. I mean, I, th- I, I kind of put Blake Coleman in that category, too, where he's an energy guy, and if sometimes he's just not going. You definitely notice when those guys aren't going, come on, why aren't you in there punching his face and cross-checking him in the teeth? Well, and you, that can't, kind of, you can't do it for 82 games. You can't you do it can't. for 82 Especially after you've gone on cup runs and yeah, all that jazz, you know, and you're like, man, these October games, like... I got a couple rings. I I know what I'm doing here. Right. And and the thing with him, though, is, or guys like that, is if you're not going to be an energy guy that night, you can't be a liability. So you yeah. can't sit in the penalty box. You got to get, you got to play a simple game, right? You got to do your job and be, be strong defensively. Mm-hmm. But I was impressed with, with Kadri. And then, uh, yeah, I, and Vladar, though, um, man, like just big time saves. You know, when yeah. the Flames needed them, I thought, too, when they went down on that five minute power play, it's like, oh, crap. Like, this is. Just from from a, a team that's kind of got that mindset where they have lost six in a row, where you're starting a, a game now on a on a or a penalty kill for five minutes, you're like oh come on, you know that man Japani, he was falling over and he gave him an extra shot and gets a game for it, and he's a chippy player too when he's on, right? So, um, but good on him for bouncing back. And I was actually I was I was sitting on the couch watching, and you know I, I give it to Hannafin on the show. I think more often than not, there's not a whole lot of praise that comes from from this guy, and I'm mm-hmm. pointing it over here. I thought he played a hell of a game. Mm-hmm. You know, he he was he was just in the right spot at the right time. He's making great decisions. You usually see him uh, when he's got a bit of time, or or sorry, when he's pressured to kind of cough the puck up quite a bit. But he was he was protecting the puck well. He was in the right position. He he broke up a bunch of odd man rushes just with a little stick check, getting pucks through. Uh, that Uyghur play on that second goal, 
I, where he was at the blue line stick yeah. handling, and, I, and I'm just plays. like, I'm like, like, my lord, man! Like, but all night though, and Greer I, and Dewar had it at the opposite point; they couldn't clear it either. I know, oh for sure. But yeah. it, I'm gonna look at Weger 100 percent over Greer every time, right? And and I just saw Weger for the rest of the game too, kind of battle the puck with decision making, even on the power play. He'd have the puck, he'd hold on to it too long, he'd telegraph where he was going, play would get picked off, and it was just kind of one of those nights. He wasn't. He wasn't terrible. We're not taking away from the from from the victory with of the Flames, but he was one of those players where it's like, oh, come on, make a decision, let's go here, right? I feel like every night there's one defenseman who his puck touches. You're like, oh my goodness, yeah. Like it was Chris Tanev a few games ago when Rasmus Anderson was out. It was Jordan Osterley before he got sent down to the AHL, and Mackenzie Weaker, as much as he can really help the game, sometimes he chops it up a little For bit. Sure. He doesn't have the softest well, hands out there. And you notice though too throughout the league that especially when there's time and there's players that give it away in their own zone if it comes back usually the goalie's not 100 percent set for the play other because they're just assuming the puck's getting out so you don't relax but you're just kind of mm-hmm. a little bit um but overall and then backland gets to in that bank shot on the on the empty net goal yeah like <laughs> you know what the play, you need a little bit of luck too sure and they had everything yeah they yeah. had everything saturday well, i even... just thought it was a great and it was a great team effort everybody contributed and I like to see them cycle the puck too. They had some cycles down there. They maintained pressure, and to me, that's work they ethic. Worked, yes. Uh, that is the voice of Calgary sporting legend, uh, the Chronist, <laughs> Brent. You all right, uh, Brent Cron, uh, joining us uh, in studio, courtesy of our good friends at All Kind Door Services. It's the Big Show, Russick and Rose, Sportsnet nine sixty. The fan, Brent Cron, joining us now all season after a Flames game. Uh, wanted to talk about the uh, Majapani uh, cross check. And again, I don't condone what he did. I thought it was very selfish. And I'm not going to get on a high horse here like some social, like people do on social media. I'm not going to do that. I'm just going to say this. The Anderson suspension and the Majapani play, to me, that's just frustration from a pair of guys who are like, this season isn't going how we want to. I want to win so badly, I'm losing my cool in instances where I shouldn't be losing my cool. That's how I rate both Anderson and the uh, Majapani play. Your thoughts? Uh, Anderson's play was at the end of a game and I thought that was 100% frustration because he's like screw this I'm just going to take somebody out here and, yep. and that's the way it goes it's the end of the game pretty much right uh with with Manjapan Again I'm not I'm not saying that they should be doing that but no. it also shows me that they care Agreed. and it's a weird way of showing that you care and I don't like it because it's selfish but to me it's like they're so frustrated with how the season's going they lose their mind temporarily well, and that's kind of where I'm going with this where you know Manjapan he's not a big guy He's got, he's got a bit of an edge to him. He gives a guy an extra shot. I, you know, it's it, you can slow everything down. And I, I, McCann came back. Correct me if I'm wrong. No, you're right. Right, and that shouldn't really have any merit on how 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 he's he's penalized during the game. Having said that, um, show me some edge. You know what? That, that used to be the way you go down. Um, and and ho- pardon me for hopping in a time machine, but anytime that you know guys were on the ice and there was a lot of frustration on there you would try to take your shots anytime you could mm-hmm. he's kind of in a spot where he's fallen down already i'm going to give you an extra shot you're at the bottom of the pile nobody can see me i'm going to give you a, a sucker punch i'm going to grab yeah. your face and wash it with snow it's like i'm here to play i'm not here to be nice and oops sorry i apologize for landing on you let me just you know mm-hmm. you, know, you, you have an eyelash in your eye let me get that out for you right and and i see manchapani do that that was pretty obvious and it's in the offensive yeah. zone i'm like okay right in the yeah. middle of the right? ice too you're but, like oh right in the middle do, of the shot you know and you you do stuff like that and it's 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 uh hey like they're here to play they were mm-hmm. here to play and 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 you know what they only got one goal on the, on the power play and like 
I'm not going to say great job, but I'm also no. going to say I kind of I kind of like the dirtbag look. I do. I <laughs> like, kind of do. Like, here's the thing: it's a play that happens all the time. The falling over. He was just a little over malicious, for sure. He just came down in a, Again, a spot a, that's dangerous. It's a selfish play because he wanted to, you know, like I'm gonna I'm gonna get you a little bit. Again, I don't condone it in any way, shape, or form. I don't condone what Anderson did. They're both dirty plays. Yeah. But it just goes to show how frustrated those two guys have oh, been with the start of the season. Well, that and then, and then uh, I I uh, recorded uh, Unrivaled this weekend. It's that ESPN or whatever that uh, battle between the Red Wings and the in the Colorado yeah, Avalanche. Yeah, yeah. And I've been showing it's my good. my son some previews of what hockey used to be like. And you're talking about taking liberties and extra shots to guys, oh, and yeah. and that is uh, and it's a whole new world, right? So yeah. from where the game was then to where it is now, we're talking yeah. about a cross check to a guy. I mean, Jamie Ben did it last year in the playoffs to Stone, I believe, right? Yeah. Yep. Except Benny is he really is a monster, and, and that and one he, he wasn't falling over as much. No, and, and he he wasn't falling over. He was standing over him and then gave him a shot, right? And there's very few guys that still kind of, I mean, Shea Weber was another player where you'd go into the corner and you knew that you were going to be, you, you were going to get cut off at the knees every time or your lower back was going to get destroyed, right? Like, like you Gu- just, Gudis is like that in front of right. the net. You're like, oh, there are guys you know to, that man. you have to be careful. I mean, a guy like Dino Cicerelli, too, well, way back Dorov in the day. shows flashes of that sometimes. He does, but he doesn't do it on purpose, though. You know what I mean? He kind of gets in there. He's mm. so overzealous. Like, he'll fly around the ice and he'll come give you a shot. And it's like, okay, now let's go, right? Like, yeah. he doesn't look like he does it. Honestly, it's kind of by, you know, it's a guilty by association. Rumble and yeah. tumble. Yeah, and he's and... a big guy, so people are just going to bounce off him and hit him anyway. Um, that is the voice of uh, Brian Cron, our Sportsnet uh, big show. Well, not Sportsnet, our big show uh, <laughs> Flames analyst. Well, we work for Sportsnet, so I guess that's <laughs> yeah, true, too. I guess so. Uh, he's joining Welcome us. Welcome to Big uh, Red. Yeah, uh, in studio uh, for the hour, courtesy of our friends at All Kind Door Services for the rest of the season. Uh, straight ahead, uh, more on that Flames win over the uh, Kraken. want to ask you about the five-on-three because Maddie and I talked about that, too. We'll do that after the break. And uh, a very awkward situation with an ex-wife coming up. Oh, good. I want to get your opinion on it. <laughs> Sounds uh, good. We'll do all of that next. It's the big show. Russick and Rose with Brent Cron, Sportsnet 960, the fan. Hey, it's the big show. Russick and Rose, Sportsnet 960, the fan live from Doug Lacey's Basement Systems downtown studio at the top of the hour. Charles Davis, NFL on CBS is going to join us. Wrap up a busy, busy Week nine, and uh, are the Bills even remotely close to being a Super Bowl contender? Last <laughs> Not after Davis last said, night. Nope. Thank you for weighing in, Brent. Clark. Yeah. Who day? Am I right, Brent? Yeah. What does that mean? I was always trying to figure out what they have to like. What that means? What who, does it mean? Who day? Yeah. That's like the who, Bengals catchphrase. Know, yeah. Pump up line. Crowd chant. I don't yeah. know. Their, their catchphrase. Uh-huh. Uh That's the word of. Uh, that's the word. That's the <laughs> voice uh, who says words of a uh, Calgary sporting legend, uh, Brent Cron, joining us in studio courtesy of our friends at All Kind Door Services, your one-stop shop when it comes to fixing doors at your building. Anything that swings, slides, or rolls, call All Kind Door Services for all your door repair needs. After Flames game. He's right? here after Flames game. They played Saturday <laughs> after a Flame game. Yeah, um, a Flame games. Uh, after, after, <laughs> after a Flame games, as you read in the 7 o'clock hour. Uh, we'll wrap up uh, your, uh, your hour with us yep. with uh, some... Uh, Ex-wife drama. Oh, good. Awesome. Let's go. Yep. That's an interesting story. I can't. I, I just want, like, because you, you were a professional athlete. Of course. And um, this one's interesting. Yeah. I can't Very wait to hear. Interesting. I got uh, a question for you. Sure, yeah. How, when's the last Anytime. time you, you dried off out of the shower with a hand towel? <laughs> uh, it's been a while. Yeah. 
Yeah, usually I'm uh, pretty uh, cognizant of washing my towels. I want to keep things up to date. I, you know, we'll get to that in a second. But I, I understand why you're asking. Yeah, it's tough. <laughs> you know, and there was fresh laundry, like all done, prepared. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So you, let me get this straight. You toweled off with a hand towel today. Yeah. And you're a larger gentleman. Yes. It's not like. Like, Shan's not that big. Oh, Shan, this isn't a shot at you, Shan. <laughs> but compared to Brent Cron's size... I think you can drive, I think you could drive off Shan with a hand towel. <laughs> yeah, I think you can. I think Brent Cron, not so much. No. no. Where, where I started this morning was I was drying my hair with a hand towel, but I couldn't clean out my ears at the same time. You okay. know what I mean? And that started the, 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 the drying off process very poorly. Yeah. And the, the rag was soaked. Anyway... Um, you know, it's reverberated through my house that dad's an idiot, essentially, and that okay. uh, he used the hand towel. So uh, um, don't use the hand towel. Better half's okay. proud of you, though, hey? Oh, very, very. Yeah. So proud. Yeah. yeah. You know, mm-hmm. it's things are in p- proper places where they're supposed to be. I, I know this, uh, but I just uh, didn't prepare for the shower. And so I put my arm out and grabbed whatever was there. And Yep. I have a question. I think that in relationships, there's usually one person who's very detail-oriented and yeah. one person who is a total chaos creature. Right. So you're clearly detail-oriented. Clearly. I mean, yeah. and, and, I feel and, like and as Rose is looking at me over here, I can just see like just a crispness in his eyes as they start to squint, and he knows that mm-hmm. I think you're Brent forgiving. detail crawl. Well, at least you didn't hurt weird. your neck out of the shower like <laughs> Matt Rose did today, his hair. I did bang up my neck. Huh? Did you? Yeah. You hurt your neck out of the shower. Yeah. Did you slip and then you caught yourself or how did that? Yeah, it was just kind of drying my hair and yeah. I just like felt oh, a, a twinge. A yeah. twinge. Yeah. And I was like, oh, great. Now this again. Perfect. Lovely. There's like these neck weights. Remember the magazines uh, called Sky Mall when you used to oh, fly yeah. on an airplane? Yes. Oh, yes, yeah. Yes. And, and I, I would love a good Sky Mall. I loved Sky Mall. And there was this stupid uh, piece of exercise equipment where basically it was like a uh, a tensor bandage around yeah. your forehead yeah. with like a with like a uh, that would hold a chain and you yeah. could add weights to it. Yeah. You could just bend over and lift your neck up. Right. And I mean, there you can insert joke kind of whatever you want to do there. Yeah. Um, if I could find one, Maddie, perhaps I might get you one because it sounds like you need a bit of a stronger neck. You know neck. what? I don't think I'm drinking enough water. Probably. Dehydration. You know right. what? That's what it is. The groins I, go next. Just yeah. so you know. Oh, good. Because actually, yeah. I, I felt a little tight Pop. in my hip flexor, ah. so I was stretching it out yeah. in the shower, and then yeah. moments later, I messed up my neck. So. Right. Now, why did the hip you bones say... connected to the, I don't know, um, <laughs> jawbone? Uh, <laughs> why, why, when you did that neck thing, why did I think of the guy who lifted weights with his... Uh... Neck? No. Downstairs. <laughs> oh yeah. Well, it's the same contraption. Yeah. I except built like, for your like the guy who lifted weights with his thing change purse. <laughs> let's say. <laughs> um, huh. That's not that harsh at seven thirty in the morning. No, it's not bad. No, um, kids aren't going to school I yet. Just do, I just don't understand. Like, how do you know you can do that? Right. Like you just sitting around having to breathe. You know what I can do? I can lift these weights with my yeah hey, bud. Yeah. Latch me up. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> we'll, we'll we'll start with a two and a half pounder. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And yeah. then we'll uh, we'll sure. we'll build yeah. our way up. Clip it on. Yeah. Let's right? see if That's I can a, do it. It's immediately what I thought of when you talked about right. the whole neck weight on Obviously, the, uh, right? Just kind of very similar pieces of equipment. Yeah, right? yeah. Very similar. Yeah. yeah. Shout out um, Sky Mall, am I right? Yeah, Sky Mall. Um <laughs> Flames win six three over the Kraken. Um is there something about them winning every game in Seattle? Like when you played what? Uh, is is that something that guys go? Okay, yeah, we're, we've had a yes. lot of success here. It it matters. Like it, you, it feels good. It's weird because there are buildings that it goes quite the opposite too, mm-hmm. right? I remember the Flames 
having a, just an incredibly difficult time winning in Anaheim. Like, they could not win. It was like 300 games plus. And yeah. you, they go there, and they'd be up 2-1 going to the third period. Like, oh, they're going to lose. Yeah. Oh, they're going to lose. They're probably going to lose by oh, three. Oh, they're probably going to lose, right? Yeah. And then you go into Seattle, and I was reading it. Well, I think they're, what, 7-1 and all-time or 8-1 and one or something like that? Like, there's just barns you feel comfortable in, and certain players also feel better in barns than, than others. Mm-hmm. And they're going to say, oh, no, you know, we treat every every game the same, and, you know, it's what we do, and, you know, 110% and that kind of stuff. But that kind of stuff, you walk into a building, it's awesome when you go to a building, you know you're comfortable, you like playing there, you like just the way everything's set up. Right. It matters. 100% it matters. What about guys when they play at home? Like, I think of Alex DeBrinkett, who's off to just an unreal start going home to Michigan, where he grew up, and yeah. he also played unreal whenever he was there as a visitor, too. But Montreal, too, right? A lot of French-Canadian yeah, guys sure. who go back and play against the Habs, right? They just... So expect a big game from Huberto next week? <laughs> oh huge, huge game. Well, well especially goaltending. You know, Corey Crawford put in a shift, and Mark Andre Fleury when he go go back home, those guys were unreal. Huberto, just the fact that I think they won the game that that's overall a big win for everybody. And and when they were on the when they were on the power play in the second period, he did that cross ice pass to Lindholm, and Lindholm had just that wide open yeah. net, oh. and then he just shoots it right <laughs> right back yeah. across. Yeah. And you could just see Huberto. He didn't really do anything that like you could like obviously see his emotions, but you could just tell it was like. Oh, he's like I lot, nailed that. It was, who's that guy from, um, um, like Charlie Brown, where he had the rain cloud over him all the time? Was it Linus? Uh, no, Linus was the dirt the, with the with the blanket. Anyway, it just yeah. it just seems like that rain cloud kind of yeah. falling around. And then they win the game, and then you see him just go like, "Yes, yeah, right." But uh, yeah, no. Um, Pigpen was the dirty kid. There, yeah. Linus had the blanket. Yep. Now who is the the black cloud guy? Is there a black? Is that Charlie Brown? I know Maybe the character Brown. you're talking about. What did Linus see in the clouds? I got a bunch of Linus here. Oh, whatever. I don't know. It's not a big deal. Whatever. I hated Charlie Brown anyway. Okay, yeah, me yeah. too. Yeah. Uh, pig pen right away. What thank, a, sure. thank you. Thank you. Thank <laughs> you. Uh, what a jerk. Well, yeah, well, that was a dirt thing, not a, not a rain cloud. Maybe oh, a dirt cloud. Oh, all right, dirt, dirt cloud. Yeah. Okay, then that analogy yeah, really doesn't you. work Te- then. Text line does not let the right. Rain, rain. It's like pig pen, idiots. Rain, rain. Wanted to ask you about something that I usually don't like to yell at the television when I watch sports, but I'm passionate. Yeah, you are. I got, you ab- I got absolutely. Some passion. Yeah. I yelled at the TV on Saturday night. Um, Flames had that five on three yeah. in the uh, second period, and uh, they put both Uyghur and Anderson on at the same time. <laughs> Two defensemen on yeah. a five on three in today's NHL and today's economy? Like, how's that even possible? Defense first, eh? Right? Today's Defense wins <laughs> championships, right, guys? <laughs> you know, play with three, be, three D men. safe. <laughs> yeah, okay. exactly. Can't have that shorty. Don't want anybody coming this. back on you. Nope. Uh, you know Can what? you explain that to me? <laughs> I, Maddie tried to explain it to me, and I still don't get they it. They don't have enough skill players. Manjapani got tossed. Eh, well, that's, uh, I honestly, that's exactly what I think it was, too. Their big guys aren't going. Weger, put him on the back. Of He's a- going. Yeah. Weger's right? probably produced more points than any of those three forwards over the last what? three or well, four games. And you've lost six in a row. Like, what do you have to lose? <laughs> right? Yeah. It's like, I would, I, would, I would be confused if they were on a bit of a heater or doing well. I'm like, oh, let's just try these guys today. Yeah. But I didn't. It, I didn't get frustrated with it. All. I was like, "Oh, this is kind of cool, mm-hmm. right? Let's see what they can do." Um, I had no issue with it whatsoever. It's we, just just trying to get guys going, and also too, it's a bit of a slap in the face when you're throwing two D men out there on a five on three to your star players that are supposed to be scoring goals too. Well, especially when Savvy's making the calls, and you're like, "Well, he would yeah. definitely lean." Here's the forward power play here. coach. He would not lean defense over yes. forward. Like it's, I'm really not performing if he's picking Wigger exactly. over me. Exactly. Right, so it's a bit of a, you know what, nothing's going. Let's just put you two out there and Coronado wasn't there. He was down in the AHL. Manjapani had gotten tossed. That was kind of where I came down on it. Like, you 
you didn't necessarily have a whole lot of bodies. Maybe they wanted to keep their second unit together because the second unit mm, maybe has been better than the first unit for, for the sure. last little bit. So, yep. yeah, that was kind of the way I saw it. I, I didn't have a problem. I didn't with read it. too much into it. No. Uh, that is the voice of uh, Calgary sporting legend. Give me Brent a wig bomb on the five on yeah. three. Our big show flames analyst, yes. Frank Cron, mm. brought to you by our good friends at All Kind Door Services, Big Show, Russick and Rose, Sportsnet. 960, the fan, um, wanted to just get your thoughts on the Oilers. I gave this stat earlier. They gave up, uh, the Sharks have given up back-to-back games where they've surrendered a 10-burger, <laughs> yeah. uh, which is just incredible. That's a tough game. night it's for tough everybody. Night. There's yeah. two tough nights. Yeah. Uh, but did you know that they actually don't have the worst team save percentage in the <laughs> NHL? You know who does? The Oilers. The Oilers. Yeah. Isn't that phenomenal? <laughs> it's unbelievable. You... Like, I watched a bit of that game Saturday afternoon, too, and just... The, they're broken. They're so broken. Yeah, they're broken. And they have no confidence. Zero. And the scoring chances that that team gives up is unbelievable. <laughs> and then the the lack of back check that anybody has any given S listen, coming listen, back. 75-year-old Ryan O'Reilly, they had no answer for that guy. <laughs> I know. And then you got Bouchard, who you should just put him on forward, because... He got walked, and then he coasts back, and then the guy taps it in an empty net. Yeah. And you're sitting here. You're like, are you kidding me, man? You know, you have a little bit of pride in the back end, right? And and there's none of that. And then people are – I saw – I mean, Twitter's a cesspool for, for morons, and I'm part of the part of the problem, too. Don't get me wrong here. I'm not uh, passing blame. It's uh, also why I love it sometimes. <laughs> oh, I know. But whether a, guy, a couple of people were just trying to stir the pot, but there was a, I think it was goal number four or five where essentially it was a two on O or a two on one, and he beats Campbell blocker side, you know, on a left handed shot. And people are like, Campbell's got to have that. <laughs> and there's really nobody around for the Oilers whatsoever. He could have passed it, gone back door. Yeah. Campbell's playing the middle where you, whatever. It's just, you don't even know where you're getting scored, even against that, that, that game in D- Dallas and, and Edmonton, right? I mean, they were Dallas was up four one, and they're just able to. Dallas can pass the puck across the ice, back across the ice. It, it, there's no interception whatsoever, and you knew that the Oilers weren't going to win that game, despite them trying to come back at the end. You just knew that there was no chance in hell they were going to win if that. If they're game. not getting seven or eight power plays, they're probably not winning. Oh, I know. And, um, he, and, and, he, and McDavid doesn't look right, so he's not drawing power plays at the same clip that he usually does. And then they get the puck to dry settle, and he bombs it three feet wide, and it wraps around the end boards and goes all the way down there. Right? Yep. Like you can tell everything. Hey, is just he's off. the second best player in the world. Mm-hmm. <laughs> is he? Mm-hmm. Um, they're they're trying to instill, uh, install, instill a new uh, defensive uh, zone coverage, and like is? the Vegas, like Vegas did to win the Stanley Cup. Yeah. They did that same, same thing, thing here in Calgary. Yeah, yeah. Edmonton. Uh, seemingly, it's not working for both teams. Maybe you don't have the personnel to do it, or maybe just go back to man-to-man because these teams are trying these things, and right now it's blowing up in the face of both the Flames and the Oilers. Well, and, and in Vegas, you got just four monster horses back there that are big, that are strong, that aren't necessarily offensive-minded, that are in the right position, and know their their roles. Everybody is kind of... If you're going to put just a guy like Rasmus Anderson or Uyghur into a Petrangelo role or... Uh, uh, what's his name? I'm drawing Martinez, a blank. Theodore? Yeah, thank you. Yes, mm-hmm. you were know, guys that just like they take chances at the right time. They're just they're in sync with each other. These like both Oilers and the Flames, their whole back end isn't in sync with with each other. Right, they're, one guy makes a pinch, the other guy's coming. It just it's a disaster. Um, and the, the Vegas has the personnel to do it right now. The Flames and Oilers, um, it's not working. Maddie, if you didn't know this, uh, Matt Rose, my co-host here, uh, the handsome gentleman that he is, is the uh, president of the Jay Woodcroft fan club. <laughs> um, what are some? What are some of the signs Big that? Yeah, that you see from players that they've given up on their coach. 
uh, lack of eye contact. You know, when a coach comes and talks to you on the bench and guys are just like, yeah, well, get lost. You know, like they're looking forward, the guy's talking to him. Or he, like, Woodcroft also looks uncomfortable on the bench, mm. right? Like his hands are folded. He's looking around. His his post-game interviews were kind of weak, you know, when things were on fire. They're really, really weak now. It's the same thing. It's just kind of like all, all it is is automated. Um, but it's body language from the players, you know, and, and guys just not, I don't think the Oilers really have a system outside of, McDavid and Drysaddle, it's whatever those guys want to do on any given night. And to have players like that um, running the team, which if you're winning and things are good and you got a cup or two and things, but they still haven't got to that point yet. Uh, there was whispers he was coaching for his job in that outdoor game, allegedly. Mm-hmm. You think he's coaching for his job tonight? I think he's been coaching for his job for a while, honestly. I do. Um, he's got to put his stamp on the team. And right now it's, it's obviously McDavid's going to outshine you no matter what. We don't get to know the ins and outs of it. He doesn't strike me as a guy that has a command of the room. You know, uh, I, I played for Glenn Gulletson, too. He's the assistant coach there. He's an unbelievable assistant coach. But it's almost like you need somebody that the guys are going to... But they've had a lot of success under him, though. For sure. But you, but you score eight goals a game, too, right? Like, I, I get it. You have the best one, the best player in your, the world. Your power play was almost like 50% last awesome. year. Of course you're going to get a lot of wins. Right. Um, but I don't know. I mean, I saw something, too. It's like, you know, just me, just having too much time on my hands, kind of going through the files and somebody saying too, well, hey, what if a big, big Daryl went up there and, and, and things, Oh boy, you know, like, can you imagine no that, 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 what's not going to happen, but I'm just saying, can you imagine the culture shock up there? Right. Can, can, can I just say selfishly for talk show like, fodder? Here's, here's the thing. Please let that happen. <laughs> oh, I know. Just for the I sake know. of our show and this radio station, I know. please hire Daryl Sutter. Oh man. Is it fair to say that Alex Ovechkin kind of took over and leading that Capitals team for a while and then until they got a coach that could kind of put him in place, that was when they finally won but their championship. That's kind of what I'm that's getting at. Point. I, that's kind of what I'm getting at. You need someone to come in and be right? like, "Hey, Connor, listen, no." But he, but Connor's also in his mind. If he doesn't score six goals or four or four points a game, the Oilers aren't winning. Yeah, right. If Drysaddle doesn't get you know two power play goals a game, the Oilers they're not yeah. winning. Right. And so, what do you have after those guys? As good as they are, what is what is left of your team? Like, I just, I just love the fact that. And we had this conversation here last year. I, it just makes me chuckle. Daryl was too hard. <laughs> too hard of a coach. Guys aren't having fun. Then the Flames lose six games in a row to start off their season. But they're having fun, yeah. which is great. Now the Oilers with Jay Woodcroft, like maybe they need a hard coach. Like I don't even know anymore. <laughs> know. Like what? Like make up your damn mind. Is he a good coach or he's not a good coach? The guy's won a ton of games with the Edmonton Oilers. For sure. His resume is undeniable. And even he said he's won over 100 games, whatever, as head coach of the Oilers. But clearly something's wrong with For that sure. team right now. And they look disjointed when they're on the ice. Is it McDavid potentially hurt? Yes, he looks like he's banged up a little bit. I got something for you. How okay. about this? I got a number for you. Okay. Uh, how many Edmonton Oilers forwards have more than two points? <laughs> <laughs> oh <my God>. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to say five. Okay. That's uh, a good guess. Yeah. Six? Correct. Oh. Uh, oh my Leon goodness. Dreisaitl has 13. Zach Hyman is 10. Connor McDavid is 10. Evander Kane has eight. R&H has eight. Warren Fogle has four. And then up next... Sam Gagne and his two bingos from their loss the other the other day. And then you've got Ryan McLeod who has a point, Derek Ryan who has a point, and a whole bunch of guys who have not found the score sheet. Like and, and listen, this isn't like a Are you saying it's depth? I am saying it's depth. The Flames have fourteen forwards with at least a point, and they have thirteen players with at least two points. Yeah. And listen, neither two of these teams are having a great amount of success here. But even when you have the best player in the world and you are playing him on average 21-47 a night, 
you need more scoring from the guys down below. For sure. Like, but, but what what's changed? Their bottom six has always been an issue, and their blue line's an issue, and their goaltending stinks. Yes. They didn't have Sam Gagne again. <laughs> Wait. Like, again, well, and, still? And I, and I again? don't understand for, for the life of me right now, too, why they keep going back to Jack Campbell. Like, I, I think that they need to give Stuart Skinner more more time, even though he's not going either. Right? He's not going either. But with, with Jack... He's, he has confidence issues, yeah. and, and you put him in the in the see. Hey, Jack, you're going to be the number two. You're one B. Skinner's going to get all the starts, and you can kind of get him going. I don't know. It's, but, it's a shot in the dark. I, I watched the game on Saturday too against the uh, Oilers and Preds, and you're right. Like, yeah, they they need one of those guys to steal them a couple games. Yeah, but the chances the Predators were getting were like <laughs> five star chances oh, in front of their net. I know, and and then it just compounds, right? And then everything is just frustrating. Everything falls apart. And then the, the the visiting goal, I mean, Wedgwood makes 47 saves, yeah, yeah. you know, and it's like we can't put the puck in the net and Wedgwood is just diving all over the place and making saves and why can't we get it? You know, it just, everybody's pointing the finger at everyone and that team, that Oilers team is not deep at all. And, you know, you can see it when your your two big guns are struggling mm-hmm. that what the team really consists of, right? And you'd, you'd wish you had more, but you don't. Well, and you've got Oliver, Ek- or pardon me, Matthias Ekholm, who might be dealing with a pretty import- a pretty big deal injury like... We had Frank Cervalli on to start the season when he was missing time in training camp at the start of the year. Yeah. And Frank told us he had real concern about this being more of a long-term thing. Now, he's obviously, it's something he's playing through right now. But they need but he him. Got, he got yeah. walked right. by Mackenzie Weger. He has not looked himself. No. And he's been paired with Evan Bouchard, who... who doesn't play defense. Bit he of play, a roller coaster. He yeah. plays defense in jeans, right? He he plays, he, he, he plays, he plays, you know, he, he's, he, he loves the power play, yeah. loves to fire the puck, but in his own end, he, he gets lost. Real quick, I want to get to that story. Do the Flames need a guy like that? A power like play a merchant? Su- yeah, a super offensive defenseman. No. They had Eric Gustafson or Derek, David Gustafson or one of the a- Gustafson. Gustafson. Yeah, the dude who's the qu- qu- quarterback power play. Yeah. Yeah, he was not good. Okay. I don't think this team needs one other. Okay. I don't. I think that what but, you would like to do is go 11-7 and have him as your seventh defenseman who plays like two minutes at even strength. If, right. they, if I'm the Oilers, that's what I would love to do, but you don't have that luxury because Evan Bouchard has to play more minutes for and, you. And they're up against the cap, and they can't afford to do that. <laughs> no. Yeah, they, they, they literally can't do that. They're one banged up guy away from yeah. just playing a man down. Yeah. <laughs> the great system. <laughs> um, Where's all this money going? Uh, before, we, uh, before we go, I want to get your opinion on this. <laughs> Did you ever play with teammates, uh, Brent, who maybe um, the one guy was dating or married to a girl and then a teammate was, was married to them or dating to them afterward? Did that ever happen to you in your NHL career not or, your, or, your, or your hockey minor league career? <laughs> no, not to my knowledge. No. Not to your knowledge. No, no. Um, have you ever heard of the uh, the dynasty that the Chicago Bulls were in the 90s? Oh, yeah. Uh, they had <laughs> have this you ever player. Heard of- <laughs> Before you carry on, I did have a, a Zubas uh, Chicago Bulls hat oh, with, Zubas, uh, yeah. with uh, MC Hammer pants. Oh, Just nice. so you know, yeah. Uh, can't t- you can't wow. touch this. Yeah, um, this guy. <laughs> so Michael Jordan was a very good basketball player. Don't know if you heard yeah, of him. Yeah, he great. was really good. Yeah, Michael Air Jordan. They right. called him. Uh, really good basketball player. Um, he has a son named Marcus, who's uh, dating a lovely, uh, a lovely person uh, named uh, Larissa Pippen. Larissa Pippen is the ex-wife of uh, Scotty Pippen, who was on those Bulls team playing with Michael Jordan. He was really good, too. Yeah, he was really good. Yeah. One of the best uh, top 50 NBA players of all time, Scotty Pippen. He's unreal. Very attractive man. Yes. Uh, so his wife, who's, who's lo- his ex-wife, who's very lovely, is dating Marcus Jordan, Michael Jordan's son. Yeah. Uh, Larissa Pippen has already said that uh, when they get married, which Ooh. will be an eventuality, 
uh, she's going to take his last name. <laughs> so Larissa Pippen is going to go from Larissa Pippen to Larissa Jordan. Wow. Your thoughts if you're Scotty Pippen in all of this, Brent Cron? I wouldn't go. You know, I wouldn't go to the wedding if I was well, invited. Well, you know, well, it, it, well, that's I think a given. <laughs> now, but how would you feel that? And apparently, there's a little bit of friction years yeah. because, like, especially with the um, the, uh, the the thing that came out there with with the Bulls and and and, and Michael Jordan, the special that came out. It's it's slipping me for a second. What last is it dance. called? Last, last dance. dance. Yeah, I watched yeah, the whole apparently thing. Apparently, Scotty Pippen was mad about the last dance that he wasn't getting enough credit. For and there's sure. a little friction between him yeah. and Michael. So now Scotty goes from that to his ex wife is going to marry Michael Jordan's <laughs> son, and she's taking the Jordan last name. He's, Scotty's getting owned right now, hey? And, yep. and uh, you know, I would blame this all on MJ. And parenting, right? Really? Yeah, okay. yeah. Poor parenting, because okay. you know that would be uh, that'd be a tough pill to swallow. Yep. Like I'm just trying to think about this for a second. Okay. Um, I would be embarrassed to look my friend Scotty Pippen in the eye and say, "Yeah, my son is uh, taking over here." Yeah. Big guy, right? Uh, um, that's just the way it's going to be, and uh, suck on that one, right? Like, I don't know how much of a friendship there is there. You know, there's a lot of questions. Tough, there's right? a lot of questions. Can no I- answers. Now, I think uh, Larissa Pippen should do this. Uh, you want to merge the two greatest names of the 90s. Chicago Bulls team. <laughs> what if she was Pippen Jordan? <laughs> Wouldn't that be awesome? I, I would believe there's probably a prenup involved in some of this too, hey, you'd think? I mean, mm. you know, she's... Uh, she... I don't know much money Marcus Jordan has. What's Marcus Jordan? <laughs> Marcus Jordan's a wheel. Yeah. Don't, don't you is know he? who he is? I don't know. Yeah. What's Marcus Jordan Like, done? that's His a pretty big shadow. bank. Right, but maybe, yeah. you know... There's, there's got to be something. What there. are you talking about? When Michael Jordan was kind of accosting his kids during his <laughs> Hall of Fame speech? Hey, well, maybe they'll move into one of his mansions. Maybe they'll take maybe. a basement suite. You know, maybe, maybe. Until, until Marcus gets going and gets off his feet a little but, bit, and then he can right. provide. That, the first encounter when she officially takes the Jordan last name, yeah. I think that's got to be tough between Scotty. That and Michael. is going to be. I'm Awkward. actually very uncomfortable even sitting here talking about it. Makes me want to puke. Scotty's got seven kids. Do you think he's going to one of them and being like, "Hey"? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Get your wheels. What are you? Yeah. What are you? Seven's got to get it going what here. What have you done for me lately? <laughs> uh, yeah. You have. You have to. If he Our has a daughter, name is at stake. Yeah, <laughs> spite is an unbelievable motivator. Uh, it absolutely My is. My legacy. <laughs> um, couple things before we go, real quick. Yeah. Um, you're joining us Wednesday in yes, studio. Yes, I am. Uh, Flames and Preds tomorrow night down the Scotiabank Saddle Dome, and um, I want to do something. The Flames play on Thursday, November sixteenth. Uh, Thursday night. Uh huh. I've been talking about this segment that I want to do, and I want you to be a part of the first one. I like it. It's going to be eight thirty Friday the seventeenth, and I'm going to call it Flames Hot Seat. Yes, where the three of us are going to try extremely hard hot sauces and give flames takes <laughs> while ingesting <laughs> extremely hot sauce. That's a great idea. Your thoughts? I think that's a great idea. I'm and all. It's in. called Flames Hot Seat. You're yes. sitting in the Flames Hot Seat. I like that. You're going to ruin my whole. Fr- was it Friday? I believe yeah, it was Friday. A Friday. Yeah. yeah. Are you Perfect. okay? I just want to give totally you the heads fine. up. I'm just going to need my my credentials to potentially run to the lavatory at some okay. point in time. All right. We do need your pass. Yeah. We need you to get you a pass. Maddie, are you excited about this? I'm going to participate too. And I am a. I am so soft. I can't eat hot food at all. But I will participate in this. No, I'm not. Okay. I don't do well with spice. Okay. No? But I do want to hear when you're not doing well with spice while you're talking about the Calgary yeah. Flames. Yeah. Maybe do something you don't like, you know, or something that makes you uncomfortable. Yeah. What are the it's foods good. that it's make good. you uncomfortable? It's good to get out of your comfort Cheese? zone once in a while. No. I think I think we'll we'll put it on a cracker, yeah. a little dab on a cracker. Yeah. You eat said cracker, and then you give a Flames take. Or maybe uh, get some wings in here at uh, no, okay. 8.30 in the morning. 
maybe a little. We can make some nachos in the microwave. Yeah, do a little hot yeah, sauce we gotta on figure there. Out, you're in. Yeah. You're in for flames. I'm, hot I'm seat. in. I'm in. Okay, we're gonna do that on November seventeenth, the Friday. Love it. Flames hot seat. Yeah, well, that's that a good sound. Really yeah. <laughs> it's pretty good. Yeah, it's not bad. Uh, that's Brent Cron. Added to the show already. Yeah, uh, wow. Brent Cron joining us uh, Wednesday after the Flames and Preds. Uh, Brent Cron, of course, brought to you by our good friends at All Kind Door Services, <laughs> your one-stop shop when it comes to fixing doors at your building. Anything that swings, slides, or rolls, call All Kind Door Services for all your door repair needs. Charles Davis next. Big show. Russick and Rose. What? I just wanted to mention, someone just texted in. Um, it's important to remember on days like today that the Oilers are still playing, paying James <laughs> Neal $2 million for the next two seasons. <laughs> okay. That is the a, real deal. You know it's what? just important. It to all puts it into like perspective, that. right? Yeah. yeah. And that's what we deal. need sometimes. Yeah. Um, Charles Davis next. Big show. Russick and Rose. Sportsnet 960. The fan.